0: S-E-N-Z, no Izzy and Kempy for breakfast and uh, joining us uh, from the Wellington Phoenix is the man they call Chiefie Giancarlo Italiano, the new boss of the Wellington Phoenix this season and uh, I've got to say, uh, Chiefie, uh, you can't have asked for a better start, can you Sitting uh, second in the table with a record amount of points for the club uh, this far into the season?
1: No, uh, very happy with the start, um, more happy with uh, how the Team is performing uh, overall on a week-to-week basis uh, with respect to um, uh, our football identity, what we wanted to execute this year, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm really, um, I'm really happy with um, how things are going.
0: Can you talk us through how your team is different to Uffox's team? Because I remember talking at the end of last season, and it was very much a case, well, you're just gonna have to wait and see. But, I mean. I can see it looking at the field and seeing how you're playing, but can you talk to me about, or tell us a little bit about how you go through that process with the team and what it was that you had to talk to them about changing?
1: Yeah, I think the, the most important thing is, is that both our football philosophies are very similar. It's just that our starting point and the way we we get to the end result um, uh, is is different. You know, like there's a change in formation, there's a change of mentality in defending as well. Instead of looking at it as maybe uh, a part that we don't enjoy, I've I've kind of turned it um, into uh, essentially is an aspect that we we actually look forward to doing. Um, And that just, you know, that works on mindset and also just showing that um, what the reward is bit the focus is in the right areas. Um in terms of the attacking and the and the build up, you know, uh, the formation gives it a different um, a different set of issues for the for the opposition. So I feel like until teams start working us out, which they will which will inevitably happen in the second round, we, we have a bit of an advantage for now.
0: Well, I was going to say one of the things that you've had to deal with already is the loss of Oscar Zavada with a groin injury. Uh, we saw uh, you, you have to play without uh, without him against Melbourne City on the weekend. Another probably two or three games without him. How did you have to pivot there?
1: Well, the the thing is, is a lot of the boys are understanding of what what the system is and what it requires. But for me, the real test is whoever jumps into that spot if he. Understands um, the the playing style, then it's e- it's easier to execute. So I thought David Ball when he came into the nine against Melbourne City, um, you know, he did exceptionally well. I thought he actually gave us uh, a point of difference to to what o- um, Oscar does uh, because he's more of a more of a pocket player can play in that space, whereas Oz is maybe more of a traditional nine. So I was really happy. Um, I was happy that um, you know it wasn't. There wasn't a massive difference to how we usually play. Um, and it, it, it bodes well because that means that, you know, if, uh, if we lose the important players, that uh, the next person hopefully is ready to, to take that responsibility.
0: Yeah, it almost, in uh, a way, Borley um, probably looks a little bit quicker than uh, Roberto Firmino, but, but sort of played that role that Firmino <laughs> used to play at Liverpool, right? He, he kind of drops back into that pocket and allows the, the wide players to go past him.
1: Yeah, well, he. The the role of the nine in the Melbourne uh, city game specifically was to basically work the space that the, um, the sixes vacated when they press. So, you know, that takes a bit of football in- intelligence in order to to work out where, where those spaces are. So Borley actually did quite well and he found found himself sometimes in wider areas where, where that space uh uh, opened up and then, you know, Costa and, uh, and Boshida just basically filled uh, the other space. So, um no, I was, I was, I was very happy with, um actually the, the way the front three worked with the full backs so there. I thought it could work quite well for, for a large part of the game.
0: And another player I think we need to talk about is Alex Paulson. Uh, he's grabbed that number one jersey with both hands. Doesn't seem like he's going to let it go anytime soon, uh, Chiefy. I mean, when when you brought Jack Duncan in, I looked at that and I thought, well, he's an experienced keeper with plenty of experience, you know, with 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 plenty of time in this league. Um, how tight yeah. was that call for game one as to which option you went with?
1: Well, up until the week before. Uh the first round it was it, it, I, I can honestly say it was 51-49% you know uh, leaning towards uh, Alex because uh, um, Jack had also a very good preseason. Um, I think the one big thing that uh, Alex demonstrated throughout training for the two and a half months preseason was his ability to, to build up and, and, um, and to be essentially an extra player for us so I think that with the fact that he's young and, and you know he's, he's wanting to prove himself and and you know uh, also last year he, he you know he he was understudied to to a good goalkeeper I think he just had that right mix of hunger and ability that I felt we could use and I think you know he's he's done well in the first five rounds and and I think you know there's something there to build on with, with him I, I just uh, my biggest fear with with anyone especially in a league young players they um they kind of get their tyres pumped a little bit too quickly, um, you know, and uh, it's a matter of just keeping them grounded. But uh, for me, uh, Alex is, is, is very level-headed. So I, I don't have that fear with him at the moment. It's just that that's my job and the coaching staff to make sure that, you know, we keep him grounded and just build on what he's doing week
0: One of the things I really loved watching that game on Saturday was the penalty save that he made, which was a fantastic save, was celebrated yeah. almost like you would scored a goal, like, you know, the the goal celebration, the penalty save, we're almost celebrated the same?
1: Yeah, well the, the thing is is that we're fairly um we're very, fairly close knit group that um, we all rely on each other. Um, we're not I guess the squads and, you know, we rely on a lot of young players as well. So the the focus is making sure that we all understand that um that we're all we're all in this together and, and that Essentially, it's the team first, no individuals. Um, so I think there's a collective spirit within the group. So everyone enjoys all the successes and they share, um, you know, um, the downtimes as well. So I think it, it, it bodes well. I think, um, you know, that's the environment we're trying to create here with the staff.
0: You got Western United away this weekend, uh, Chiefie, and I, I don't know if I'm... Um, it, it's just been the games that I've, I've seen and how they've played out, but it, the Phoenix, the way you set up away from home looks quite different to how you set up at home, and I, I just look at the stats, you know, in terms of possession and, and shots taken away at West Sydney and away at victory versus what we've seen at home. Is is that accurate? Look, um, okay. yeah you also have to put into context who we've
1: played away. Uh, we've played Melbourne Victory and West Sydney Wanderers, who have also not lost in the season so far. So they've been formidable um, opponents, are hard teams to play away from home and defend quite well. Um, West United won't be any different. We don't We don't set up, um, contrary to, to what's been said, we don't go away from home thinking we're just going to smash a point and you know, we're happy to close games out early because it doesn't work that easy, you know, because then everyone else will be doing the same thing. Mm. It's more about the fact that in order to play the football that uh, we want to play, it, it's harder when you travel. Um, it, it takes the toll. Not only do you have the three-and-a-half-hour flight and the two-and-a-half hours in transit, you know, plus on top of that, the travel, you know, for going to hotels and, and getting acclimatized for the two-hour differential, you um, You know, you have another day where you have to also deal with um, the weather. So on both of those games, we played in almost close to 30-degree heat. So that takes a lot of energy out of the players' legs in terms of wanting to play an attacking style. And um, we've been quite thin on the bench in terms of, like, the amount of conditioning players have had in their legs. So um, taking all that, you know, on board, it's just more of, I think, as well, a a mental thing when they travel away. so now we, we have a game against Westman where we have to travel an hour and a half um, from the hotel to the game prior. So that's not ideal. guilt. So, um, you know, sometimes I think we uh, use caution when they are playing through. And then, um, you know, once they build a bit of maturity and, and get used to uh, the way we're going to play and, and the travel, then I think you'll start seeing more positive results away from home.
0: Well, I can tell you just looking at Melbourne weather for Saturday eighteen degrees and showers, so uh, more like New Zealand than it is Australia. Yeah, yeah, which is great. <laughs> yeah, a perfect upper, upper hot weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love that, mate. Love that. Now, yeah, Western yeah. west bottom of the league at the moment, one win from five, uh, but we are only five yep. games. And how much can you take uh, from what you've seen of their form so far?
1: Actually, quite dangerous, especially from an individual perspective. I, I, I like the team. I like uh, a lot of their players. Um, you know, I, I remember we were in the same scenario last year, around uh, six, and we were two nil up, and we ended up in the game three two. So I don't take them lightly. Um, they have an experienced coach, with John Lucy You know, he's won a championship, um, and I, and I think look, it, it's dangerous for us going into this game because essentially we have the target on our head. They'll probably come out the first fifteen twenty trying to. Stop any, um, um, you know, any advantage that we have, and then once we settle into the game, um, and as long as we don't concede uh, early, and even if we do, I, I think um, if we can wear them down, I think uh, it, that, that's going it's really going to come down to maybe one or two clinical moments. But that they've got a lot of pace up front with Lucky Wales, which is quite dangerous. Um, even Bodic I think, will come back. Is a clinical striker. Um, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a good
0: game. Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Hey, listen, uh, best of luck for the game. Travel safe, mate, and uh, hopefully you come home with three points, eh? Yeah,
1: thank you very much.